Hello and welcome to the Manifesting Makeup Artist podcast. I'm your host, Amber Tallarico, founder and creator of the What It Takes documentary and now online platform. I'm so excited to bring this podcast to our community that offers education, motivation, and inspiration. It's my mission to connect education with mindset techniques so that you can manifest the career of your dreams. If you love this episode, make sure to give us a five-star review and feel free to take a screenshot on your phone to share with your social media and tag us on Instagram. I want to take a moment to thank our awesome sponsors, EI School of Makeup, where artistry meets industry. Thank you guys so much for being a part of this podcast. All right. Are you ready to manifest the shit out of your career? I sure hope so, because I know I am. Let's get on with the show. Hey, hey, thanks so much for listening. I am seriously so excited to begin this podcast. Wow, this is like, this is really crazy because I wanted to do this like a year and a half ago, but it just didn't happen. It just, I don't know, didn't come to fruition. There's a lot of work that goes into creating a podcast show. I'll just put it that way. I was also really fucking scared, uh, if I'm being completely honest, and just really kind of scared to commit to it because it is, it's a, having a podcast is, it's a whole commitment in and of itself aside from freelancing. Uh, so it was definitely something that I kept putting off, but I am so excited and honored to, finally actually be able to commit to a full-blown podcast so without further ado welcome to the official manifesting makeup artist podcast Woo! this is going to be seriously so much fun I have so much in store for you guys I already have like so this is this is episode one I have 26 episodes already in the bank they aren't recorded so I'm not like that much on the ball but the actual content itself has already been kind of curated not curated that's the the wrong word it's already been planned I'll say that all right so in this podcast I will be doing solo shows which is basically what I'm doing now where I'll chat all about manifesting your dream career as a makeup artist literally everything from how to get more jobs make more money network like a damn queen to mindset hacks and techniques to break past any stupid barriers and blocks that you might have around success and money and that just to kind of go on a little side note with that barriers and blocks are 100% a real thing um, if you have any around success and money and I'm definitely going to be diving into that I don't want to get too involved in talking about it right now because there's going to be episodes that are specifically about that one subject that I could literally talk to uh, not talk to you, but talk to, uh, talk about for like hours on end. Um, but I'll also be interviewing a ton of makeup artists throughout the show. And I don't want to spoil anything until the episodes are actually like in the books and recorded, but dude, we've got some big names on the list, like real big names on the list and y'all are in for a real treatsy. Yes. I said treatsy. I actually, I have a cat. Her name is Kitty. And um, anytime that I give her a treat, I say treatsy. So that's where that word just came from. Sorry, you guys are now like going to be involved in in that world. <laughs> so for this episode, I wanted to start off by sharing my story. I felt like, 
you know, what more appropriate way to start a podcast with than, you know, having me share with you guys a little bit of who I am, where I came from, and a little of my story. I feel like, you guys, I've been through some fucking shit, all right? First of all, let me just say I cuss a lot, and, you know, for those of you that are listening, there should be, like, one of those the explicit <laughs> little icons. I cuss a lot, and I'm so sorry if if I offend you, but that's just, that's just me, you know, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. So just, uh, I'm not taking the time to bleep myself out. It just happens. It's how I talk. It's how I roll. But anyway, I figured that, you know, I would share with you guys a little bit of my journey and, and so that not only can you relate, but you also get a feel for who I am, you know, what I'm doing and where I came from. Um, so whether you've been following me and my team with what it takes since the beginning, uh, shout out to my awesome fans, or you've you're just completely new to the community. I want to thank you for being here and for all of your support. So my story, let's, let's, let's start. I don't want to start completely from the beginning. It's a long story. Um, my mom has actually always, she's, she's a hairstylist. And so she basically, I've been around you know, that world my entire life. I've never, it's funny, I've never actually paid for a haircut. And I didn't, (laughs) I didn't actually like take that and absorb that or like realize what that meant until I moved out here to California and I didn't have anybody to go to that was like, that would do a haircut for me for free. Um, It's like, it's, it's expensive, you guys. You guys, you know, really kudos to everybody that pays to get their hair cut. Um, but like, I go, I go a long time without cutting my hair just so that I can go back to my mom and have her cut it so that I don't have to pay for a haircut. That's besides the point. Anyways, I've been doing hair and makeup though for 12 years. And the whole reason why I mentioned my mom is because pretty much I, it's one of those things where I kind of followed in her footsteps, you know, Something that I have always, always, always loved is kind of, I've always loved being around people. I've always loved talking. I've always loved helping people. And originally I actually wanted to be a psychologist. Like I wanted to be a therapist in some way, shape or form. And then I went from wanting to be a therapist in probably around middle school and early high school to being, um, I really wanted to get into music engineering for films. So I was always obsessed with anything that had to do with the film industry. I was like obsessed with movies, obsessed with, you know, the music industry and that whole world. And my mom actually took me out to dinner one day and was like, yo, Amber, let's be real here. Are you really wanting to go to 10 years of schooling to be a therapist? Like, let's, you know, really take your grades in consideration. Let's take the, you know, fact that you just don't like school. And I was like, you know what? That's a good point, mom. And so she kind of was like, you know, you, what you can do with being a therapist, you can kind of interchange, not not interchange it, um, but you know, being a hairstylist and cutting people's hair, it has, it's kind of, it's, it's very therapeutic for a lot of people. People tell it like everybody knows everybody that is a hairstylist knows this. People tell us things that they don't tell anybody else, like not even their husbands or their significant others or their family members or bestest friends. It's like, I'm so sorry. Why are you telling me this? And the reason why it's all psychological, it's pretty, you know, I don't want to say that it's like obvious because it's not necessarily obvious but it's if if you really think about it psychologically we are in people's bubbles like if you're doing makeup or if you're doing hair we touch people and 
it's just like an automatic thing. Every makeup artist can, knows exactly what I'm talking about. The moment you start touching somebody's face and you're covering like, you know, any type of under eye circles or blemishes, everybody says the same thing. It's like, oh my god, I it was breaking. I I don't know where that zit came from. It's just, I'm so stressed. It's just automatic. It's a it's an insecurity thing. So basically, you're in that bubble, and so people just automatically put that barrier down and then they just start telling everything because you're already looking at their flaws physically on a physical, you know, uh, realm, if you will. And so my mom, you know, basically was like, yo, like, let's, let's, let's look into this. Like, let's actually, you know, you're really creative, you're artistic. Let's mesh those two. You can work in the movie industry and the music industry and editorial and all that kind of stuff. And you can get, you know, you can make a lot of money. And I was like, wait, what? And it wasn't until that moment when I was, you know, having dinner with my mom that I knew that that was an option. A lot of makeup artists do not know that having a career as a makeup artist or a hairstylist in film, in TV, in fashion, with editorial spreads and magazines and things like that, that it's an actual real job that you can make a shit ton of money on. That's something that I, I really find, it's just, it's really cool and I, I really... Shout out to my mom. I know she's listening at least some point. I love you and thank you for bringing that realization to me because I would not be where I am if you did not take me out to dinner and kind of like just hand it to me. So, you know, I've actually been doing hair and makeup now for 12 years. So that was back that that conversation that she and I had. It was like in 2004. And I just kind of became obsessed with the the hair industry. At that time, I wasn't into makeup. I was only into hair. And I started cutting my friend's hair. Shout out to Andy. If you're listening to this, he was my guinea pig. We would color his hair. I would like, I don't, I don't know how, but I cut his hair with no, I, I mean, my mom was right there, of course, to like help me through it. But what in the serious fuck was I thinking? I don't know. Thank you, Andy, for being my guinea pig. And I also had a boyfriend at the time. He was like a super punk kid. And we did some really cool, like we did a mohawk on him. And I did these really crazy cool color like patterns. It's insane. Anyway, and, you know, fast forward to I just wanted to go to the absolute best schools that the hair industry had to offer. So I went to Aveda and then uh let's see so that was in 2008 and then in 2004 I'm sorry 2012 four years later I moved to Los Angeles to go to makeup designery so I was very adamant I was making sure that wherever I was going to go to school it was very much known for their education and placement for jobs so I'm just going to kind of put that out there So I have been doing hair and makeup for 12 years, but the first three years of my career, I actually assisted just, that's all I did for the first three years of my career. I wasn't department heading anything on my own. I wasn't doing like jobs that were full, like solely mine until after those three years. Like I wanted to make sure that I was highly educated and I knew as much as I possibly could before I stepped foot on something that was like, you know, me taking over unless, unless it was a test shoot. I did a lot of test shoots with um, a few really awesome photographers and like just constantly working for free. And that, that was, you know, something that I feel like it was, it was invaluable was doing all that free work and all that assistant work. And I'm really, I'm really proud that that was kind of how I started my career. And, you know, 
I'm going to have a whole entire episode on free work specifically later. So I don't want to get into that, you know, too much. But just know that the early years of my career, it was, I, I wasn't really making any money. I really wasn't. I was making, so it was like minimum wage in Indiana. Minimum wage is like $7 in Indiana. I, it, it was a struggle to say the least. So I had like five jobs at the time and I was, I mean, it was just a whole fucking mess. So if you're at that stage of your career, just know you're not alone and just please know that there is so much to like your career just stick through it there were so many times where I was like what in the fuck am I getting myself into like is this ever gonna end like I really I was actually always told that I wanted to that I was always trying to run before I could crawl because I was always like I want to do this and I want to do this and I want to do this like now and you know, hindsight at the time I was like, dude, fuck off. I don't like the next time that you say you need to crawl before you run, I am going to punch in your goddamn teeth. You know, hindsight now is like, okay, I get what she was saying. And, you know, had I, had I really rushed through things the way that I really wanted to, I don't think that I would be as strong of an artist as I am today. So please keep that in consideration. I know nowadays, 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 everything happens so fast because of social media and everything like that. And everybody's comparing each other to one another. And, you know, this person's success is like, you're like, Oh, I want that. But you know, and then it, it becomes really like defeating almost just know that we all start there. And, you know, I think that was, I don't know, that was 12 years ago, 12 years ago. Nowadays is a long ass time. And, even then, it was like I really wanted to just like hurry it up, right? You know, success does not happen overnight. And I feel like three years now equals to like a year and a half. Like there's a lot of makeup artists that I've met, you know, I've met a lot of you guys. And you're already like in the union after like a year or two of being out of, you know, makeup school or something, which is great. Me personally, I don't necessarily believe that you're within a year you're ready for something like that. It's a big, I mean, it's big. But everybody gets in the way that they're going to get in whatever it is what it is I just you know I'm here to say if you are in that pool right now just know there are so many amazing things that will happen for you in your career if you set it up that way where you are just being patient is really all it's about so in 2012 I moved from Indiana to Los Angeles I had been wanting to do this move for God knows I mean well, for three, for three or four years at that time. And I wanted to do really big things and specifically wanting to work in the film and fashion industry. So I had some family members that kind of gave me, you know, some, uh, some pushback. And I think a lot of us can relate to this. There's a lot of us that have family members and loved ones that, you know, want, don't want you to be, to leave for a long period of time and you know for me it's kind of indefinite sorry mama I love you but you know I uh this is home for me now and it is hard it's hard to leave loved ones it's hard to not allow people that are really really close to us whether we have a good relationship with them or not to have them influence our decisions to you know pursue our dreams 
And, you know, I let that happen. And there was one day my sister Angie said to me, she was like, because I kept telling her like, yo, I really, I was living with her at the time. I was like, I really want to move to Los Angeles. And I had been talking about this for, for a long time. And Angie was like, Amber, why, like, there's nothing actually holding you back. Like, why don't, why don't you just get your shit together, save some money back and you'll be good. And I was like, you know what? You're right. And then another few months went by and this one day, and this is what changed everything for me. I was getting a drink with a friend of mine and I was like, yeah, I'm going to be moving to LA. Like, I'm really excited. And he looked at me, he's like, Amber, you've been talking about this for a long time. I, I, I'll believe it when I see it. And hit those words hit me like a knife to my stomach I was like you are so right like I have been talking about this like I'm literally a broken record and so that was in it was like December of 2011 and I was a I was serving at a restaurant at the time and I was also working at a salon like I said I was assisting at the time and I was like fuck it like I this is what I want to do this is what I want to do and there are no excuses anymore so I picked up as many shifts as I possibly could I paid things off that I needed to get paid off so that I wouldn't be in you know a horrible you know credit situation or whatever even though I got in way way worse situations as the time went on when I actually moved but that's here nor there I saved up $500 was what I saved up within a month and a half and I left in February with that that same guy that I went out and got a drink with who said I'll believe it when I see it uh he was a really good friend of mine and we both were like you know what let's go do this and we decided to get an apartment together and you know just up and leave like it literally was I decided in December and left mid-February that is what I did now I had $500 and I lost 130 on the way because I'm a total dumbass that is literally the only reason why that happened funny story I actually found that $130 years later and it just so happened to be when I needed money to fix my car for something. I forget what it was. So it was just funny how that kind of worked out. It was like the universe being like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and take this $130 because in three years you're going to need it for something else to get fixed. It was just so strange how it came about. But anyway, I literally had $500, less than $500. I think my mom gave me like $300 just for gas. But the $500 is what I had to live <laughs> to live off of for that time it's just crazy like first of all yeah I'm telling you the short the story and I'm sure you're like kind of inspired in some level but at the same time please don't do what I did <laughs> because it was like what in the what what was I thinking what was I thinking um I will say yes I only had that amount of money however the, I did have a plan. I, I, I definitely still had a plan. I, I moved out to LA after being accepted at Makeup Designery and getting approved for a student loan. They have financial aid, so I got a student loan that way, and then they gave me a check for, the, for living expenses. So now, yes, it obviously helps significantly, but I did not get that check for, I think it was like the first month and a half it was rough it was rough so I had to basically I had $500 to eat off of basically um we were staying with luckily with a friend and 
the I, when we got our apartment, I don't even remember what how we got that apartment. If I'm being completely honest, um, I think I had my aunt help me or something. Like, I don't know. It was it's it was so long ago. But anyway, with all of that said, so that was eight years ago, and I I want to take time to you know I just kind of shared with you a little bit of the journey. Obviously, I didn't you know. I didn't go into too much detail about that journey because there was a lot of shit that happened. However, I do want, I wanted to just share the overall gist of my, of essentially how I got out here and before, like what I was doing beforehand to essentially segue into what I'm going to share with you now, which is my accomplishments. And I want to really emphasize that we as artists never take time to be grateful or thankful for the things that we have accomplished. So if you are, you know, three, five, eight, maybe 10 years into your career, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You've accomplished things that, you know, when you started on day one, if you would be writing to yourself, like in the future, back to yourself, however many years ago, when you started saying, this is what I've done, you'd be like, oh my God, that is so fucking cool. Like, I can't wait to that day that I do that. Right. So Something that I've always had as an artist is I get really, really weird when I talk about myself and what I have accomplished because I, to be honest, if I'm being completely honest, it is a huge pet peeve of mine when people just sit and brag and and name drop. So I never, ever want to come off like that. There was a particular person that I was working with that that's all she did at the very beginning of my career. And I like vowed to myself, I will never be like her. So I've always been extremely quiet about my accomplishments. Maybe not extremely quiet, I mean, extremely quiet, but I, I definitely, I don't flaunt it in any way, sense or form. And basically what I want to do in this moment is I'm going to be sharing with you my accomplishments, not only for you to kind of, um, you know, get to know me and, and, and know that like, I am a freelance makeup artist that I am actively working and you do know maybe some of the things that I've done, but also to share with you guys that it is okay to, to sit back and really feel the gratitude of what you have accomplished. We, we really, really need to take time to celebrate, like, you know, looking back on my career, I haven't ever really like there's been a couple times that I've celebrated, but I haven't celebrated some of the really big things that I've done. And so that's something that I hope that you will, you know, maybe take from this, this episode for your career that when, and if you, not if, when you accomplish something, big, definitely go celebrate it. You know, you don't have to scream about it across the whole freaking social media platform and tell every single Facebook group that this is what you've accomplished. But you know, take time to sit with yourself and be like, dude, that was fucking cool. Write it down and, you know, look back on it when you're feeling, you know, down because you're definitely going to have those moments too where you're like, where in the fuck are my clients? Where is everybody? Nobody's calling me. And you get really, you know, you get really kind of undetermined and, and you, you know, self-doubt comes in and, and your confidence gets a little bit of a, a push down, if you will. So, yeah, usually I'm really shy and weird about this, but you know what? I am really, really proud of some of the things that I'm going to share with you. So here goes. Something I love, a, like my one of my favorite things to do as a makeup artist and a hairstylist is department heading. Department heading, I uh, I just, I love it so much. I will say um, it is very taxing, <laughs> 
time wise. So it's definitely something that as far as department heading a full length feature film, it's something that I probably would prefer to do maybe two, three times a year. Uh, you know, if it goes more than that, if my, if that's, you know, where my journey takes me, then that's where it takes me. But, uh, I'm really, really proud to say I have department headed about nine feature films and they, they were all absolutely amazing experiences. Some were absolutely wacky, (laughs) but they were really good experiences to say the least. I've had my work published in multiple magazines. I've worked with countless celebrities. Now here's the one thing about celebrities. I am not one to drop names. This is actually a rule that I have for myself. Um, that, you know, I was like, you know what, if I'm going to, if I'm going to share with, with, you know, people across social media or whatever, what I've done I'll I'll tell you guys like jobs that I've had however when it comes to celebrities like I just name droppers are like a massive pet peeve of mine so that is something that I refuse to do so if if you want to know like the names or if you want to know the celebrities that you know I have worked with then you can dig for yourself sister like just go to my I don't know my portfolio or my website and you can you know see for yourself but there have been quite a lot of celebrities that I've that I've worked with and I'm so so incredibly grateful for and it's just moments like that where I'm just like what is my life right now (laughs) what am I doing so it's it's pretty incredible it's definitely not like you know why I'm in this industry I, I didn't get into this industry just to work with celebrities but it is it's a really really cool experience to to work with somebody that you know you've you've grown up watching on television or something. So, um, if you haven't done that yet, I am excited for that moment for you to come because it definitely will. I have finally manifested working the Oscars last year and I actually just got the, uh, the email again that I will be booked for that date as well. And it's basically working for Vanity Fair for some of the executives there, which is really fucking cool. And I'm, I'm so, it's a really cool feeling that, you know, they called me again this year. So fuck you out of that. Um, I've also manifested somehow like, this, this is the, probably the ones that I'm like, ah, like pinch me is working on major ad campaigns and TV shows such as Baskets. I worked with Carrie Herta on her team for the American Horror Story ad campaigns and the Pose ad campaign from last season. Uh, I've also worked on Pen15, Pen which is a, such a fun show to work on um, doing hair for background just as a day player. I've done ad campaigns for Converse, for Lululemon for Disney. There's just been a lot of really awesome stuff. I actually, just to give you kind of a, not a background, but like a a side note, I do, like the majority of my work is actually in promotional content and like ad campaigns and commercials. So I work with a lot of companies like Burt's Bees, Converse, Sony, um, a lot of like promotional ads for that. So that's, kind of where I feel like that, that I, that's my favorite, my favorite realm to work really. I do, like I said, I really, really do love department heading feature films. Um, I've never department headed like a TV show or anything like that, but I could definitely see myself doing that. However, where like what I am extremely passionate about is those ad campaigns and commercials and things like that. So that's essentially the bulk of my work. But lastly, the one that I am hands down the most proud of is my documentary and if most likely you've already heard about my documentary but if you're completely new to the what it takes community my documentary is called what it takes and 
this was something that took it took me five years to film so documentaries as you all know are very it's just very it's like a lifestyle filming right and when I first got to Los Angeles it was in 2012 so actually a year after I lived in Los Angeles I decided like yo I think it'd be really really cool to showcase the kind of the vulnerable side of what it is like to be a makeup artist and to sustain a career because it is so hard it is so hard to sustain a career freelancing as a makeup artist or a hairstylist so I decided to create this documentary that that showcases that and so throughout the film basically I'm sharing my story like literally the first time that we filmed I was working on a student film and we were like we we were in the middle of a an alley in Hollywood that was where my makeup setup was in the middle of this like alleyway and I didn't have an actual setup so I had to like do a makeshift setup there was no lights and at that time in my career I didn't have a, a one of those you know makeup lights and I didn't have my own chair because I couldn't afford it that was like at the very beginning of moving to Los Angeles I had no money and you know you see kind of my story of how I started to network and how I started to get jobs and also showcasing like the fact that I couldn't pay my bills and I was in severe debt and my credit score was like absolutely atrocious <laughs> and there were we interviewed I think it was like 40 40 makeup artists that were all at different levels of their career and 25 or 26 of those artists are award-winning makeup artists whether there's oscars emmys or guild award winners and so this film is something that i am 100 percent hands down the most proud of it was you know an idea that i don't even know like uh, it's crazy to think that i because i mean having a a documentary it's like a really big accomplishment and I have had so many what what I, the reason why I'm like proud of it is because of how many artists have reached out to me saying that this film helped them you know gain the confidence to pursue a career as a makeup artist you know they they there's been artists that have said that they have parents or loved ones that are have basically you know, thrown self-doubt on them, like, you you really think that this is a real career, like, you can't, you can't make, you know, like, this isn't a real job, right, and so it's really, really neat that the feedback that I've gotten has been so just, it, it's, it's really, really inspiring that, you know, I guess, I don't know if inspiring is the right word, it's just humbling, that's the word, it's very, very humbling for, to hear, you know, that that is something that, you know, a lot of people got out of, you know, watching my documentary. And so that is something hands down that I am, you know, so proud of. And, you know, the other thing too, is it, it, it wasn't my intention for this to happen. However, it's opened a lot of doors for me that I never knew were possible. And one of those possibilities is, is creating this podcast and creating a full blown online business, you know, directly, you know, directly from the documentary. So now, you know, I, I have events for you guys and I, I do workshops and I do education and things like that. And so it's, it's opened a lot of doors for me that I like, it was never the intention, but it just so happened that that was where the universe brought me. And so I, this is hands down 
100% the the most the thing that I am most proud of. And you know, me saying any of this, it's not to brag. That that is not like the intention with me sharing with you what I've accomplished and, you know, sharing anything that I'm saying about accomplishing the, you know, the documentary. This is just simply to show you that literally eight years ago when all I had was $500, I would have never, ever guessed in a million years that this is what, these are the accomplishments that I would be able to say that I've done. And there are days where I completely forget that I've done all this. And all I think about is, well, I haven't done this, so I'm not successful yet. Or I'm not getting, you know, that phone is not ringing. And so I'm a failure. And, you know, there's going to be with being a makeup artist, being a freelancer just in general, whether you're a makeup, whether you're hair, whether you're a director, producer, an artist, you know, with art forms and things like that, that's just how it works. And even, even like, you know, lawyers and things like that, they still make money off of clients. You know, you're going to have really, really busy times and you're going to have really, really slow times. And a lot of us focus so much on the slow times that we're that is what we kind of evaluate our success off of those times rather than the times that we have actually accomplished really major things and you know if you're at the beginning of your career you're within your first you know maybe you haven't even started yet who knows and you know you're within that first year or so of of developing your career as a makeup artist just know there's so much that is coming for you in your career and just push through it you will get through it so sit and just take time to be grateful for how far you've come like I said if you're at the beginning just be grateful for the fact that you took that step to pursuing this career as a makeup artist it is so important it is so important to sit with gratitude for just making that that first step or you know if you're further in your career taking time to feel gratitude for the things that you have done it is so important So that is all that I have for you guys today. I hope I didn't bore you too much with my story. I really can't wait to continue giving you guys super valuable content throughout this podcast. It is such an exciting time to connect, especially through audio. And that's why I'm so excited that I'm able to take time to commit to this podcast. Thank you so, so much for listening. And remember, if you loved this podcast episode, make sure to leave us a review and take a screenshot on your phone. This is the fun, like the super fun part. Take a screenshot on your phone and post that shit on your Instagram and tag us. Okay. All right. Until next time, I hope you guys have a beautiful day. Bye.